I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Tri-tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Sarah, did you see my little, like the little weasel thing that I tagged you on on, on Instagram? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear you didn't see it because I was like, is Sarah just ignoring me? <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. Now I have to go. Okay. So it's not you. It's me. Um... <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> This is the last week of the podcast. Is this really happening? <laughs> I just, it's so funny. Like I have not been on social media. Well, I haven't been on Instagram at all really in the last month. And I don't know why at all at all. Like no scrolling. No, like I just, I posted, I think on Christmas, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just, it's not like I have anything against Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm clearly missing some key content, like I mean, obviously, yes, animal posts that I get posted on and missed. Um, yeah, it's so weird. I just like, I think my brain's a little occupied, preoccupied, and instead, I like to obsessively check the weather and see whether we're gonna get any snow. Um, like that's my default scrolling right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's yeah. I, I wish there was more to it. Like I was intentionally going on a social media detox, um, mm-hmm. but there's absolutely nothing intentional behind it. Well, it's good to know that you're not addicted. I'm definitely not addicted, <laughs> but I also need to get re-engaged because I'm missing good stuff. But also, you know, that's that's part of like tapping in with the community and all the positive stuff I'm missing out on too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. It's interesting. I don't post that very often anymore on my main feed, like on my personal account. We do a lot of educational content now for on the feisty accounts, either educational or funny reels. It's like hard one way or another, you know, (laughs) but like on my own, I don't post as often. And I don't know why that is like, I like stories because I'm like, Hey, like just like sharing things with like, that's like the community thing. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, it's weird. I've kind of shifted a little bit too. And I could like, because also because we're running like so many, we have like five main Instagram accounts now for Feisty. We have the Feisty Women's Performance Instagram up and running. I've got like over 10K people over there now. So like, I tend to talk to them like, cause where there's like a conversation about something going on, right? right. Um, versus just like, hey, this is me in my life or whatever <laughs> on my personal account. Um, although it sounds like people are missing out on some awesome stuff. Um, I mean, Sarah, I saw this little creature. It was under (laughs) Jamie's deck on the weekend. It was like a little white, like rodent type creature. And I didn't know what it was. It was like white. It was so cute. And it popped up. I I can like personally send you the video and it popped up and it did its little head left and right. It was like, and it was definitely looking at me. Like it was like, you know, like I didn't know whether to like run and hide or to be like curious about me. And then it, it, it like, it like slipped and fell on the ice. Like it did this little, <laughs> yeah, it was so cute, but I had it. I, it's theme song was like a song, a song by pink about sunshine. And, but you, you didn't have to think about it. Just the, the song automatically popped up and you're like, this is perfect. Well, actually on this occasion, I was like, it wasn't quite as easy. You know, I knew it was like a song about sunshine. Okay. And I knew that she definitely, like, I knew she was a she, like, she had, like, she vibes and, like, was definitely, like, a girl power theme song type of rodent, but <laughs> but I didn't have a specific song until I went to Instagram and went, oh, yeah, this is it, pink, that's what it is, so, 
Yeah. Oh, if only she knew. <laughs> if only she knew. Anyway, I didn't know what kind of creature she was. So several people like had to inform. It was either a weasel or a minx. Apparently a lot of those types of creatures turn white in the winter to disguise themselves in the snow, which I didn't even know. So I learned something too. Oh, uh, well, I I really like Weasley minky thing so I'm gonna have to check it out especially if they have songs well, it was on my story so it's gone now but I, oh, I, I no. can yeah I can restore it oh. to you there I even tagged you but it's okay don't worry it didn't make it onto like your feed that was my main feed that sounds <laughs> feed worthy <laughs> what do I know okay coming up on the show um, what are we going to talk about? Oh, we have more social media stories. Creepy things on social media. An awkward situation on Sarah's run. A classmate on a diet. And the feisties are going to endurance exchange. As a former pro triathlete who now does very amateur crossfitting for fun and is in perimenopause, meaning I can't count on my hormones to be consistent anymore, one of my main limitations is the speed at which I build muscle. It just doesn't come easily for me. I wanted to make sure I am actually getting the benefits of the little time I do have to work out. That's why Amino Co's Perform is the perfect product for me. It tastes good, and I just sip on it before and during my workouts. The AminoCo's Perform formula has clean ingredients and is great for your everyday routine to help give your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger from workouts. What's even better is that AminoCo's Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher Dr. Wolf. As a competitive athlete, Dr. Wolf has completed 62 marathons in under 2.30 whoa, and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. So if you are looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram for gram basis than any other protein source. To try it yourself and get 30% off, Use the code RIDING, R-I-D-I-N-G, when you visit aminoco.com forward slash riding. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com forward slash riding. talk about Orca for a minute. In 2018, Orca approached me at the Ironman World Championships in Kona and said, hey, we love what you are doing and we want to support women better. So we are designing products specifically for women rather than just, you know, shrinking the men's products. And we want your help. That's me, Sarah and Feisty Media that they were asking for help from. Not only that, but I personally find that my Orca wetsuit is the best I've ever had for flexibility and buoyancy, and I definitely wish I had found it when I was racing pro. Fast forward four years, and Orca has launched their new triathlon wetsuits and other gear designed specifically for women. I'm so proud to have been part of this process. So you can order your very own wetsuit and other fab products for 15% off using the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com that's iron women the name of one of our amazing triathlon podcasts iron women 1515 at orca.com okay so sarah have you ever had any like creepy shit happen on social media yeah i mean nothing nothing that i can think of top of my head but people are always a little creepy they seem cringy things. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? So what happened? I have a like fair share of like minor creepiness, like people who only comment when you're like, when I'm wearing, you like when I'm wearing less clothes rather than more, you know, right. stuff like that. Like I have those little things or like they'll hurt me if like, whatever. Okay, fine. People I don't even know. Fine. But like I posted, so I went to, um, Jamie's uh 
sorry, this is like a stuttery long story. Jamie's work uh, New Year's party was at Banff Springs Hotel, right? Like just like beautiful hotel set in the mountains, amazing. And I said to him, and it was like, it, it said business casual on the attire, but like you just knew like everyone was going to get dressed up. Yeah. So I was like, Jamie, I, I want to wear sequins. Like there's like, like shimmery sequiny stuff is in style right now. I just knew I could go to the store and like find something that was. So I bought this like pink sequin crop top, which I thought was like, and I wore it with these black pants. I thought it was like kind of funny too. Cause I'm like business casual. How about a pink sequin crop top? <laughs> so, I love it. So I had this, <laughs> that I like posted a picture of me in this outfit on socials. And okay, it was fine. Of course, it got more like, of course, whatever. It got more views than usual. Like, I just expect that shit now. Like, if I'm, if I take a picture of like myself at the pool, I also get more views, like whatever. Anyway, but I get this, I get a text message, a text message, Sarah, from an unknown person. Okay, here we go. So it's like a 415 number, which I Googled and it's San Francisco. And it has like a screenshot of me in the, in the pink sequin crop top. And it says, yeah, just, it's not that terrible, but it's just like the fact that this person texted me just affirming that you're rad. This outfit was smoking. Hope you had a fun weekend and that this week is off to a great start. Okay. So not, but you don't know who it is. No fucking idea. 415 San Francisco, Jordan Blanco. <laughs> Jordan, are you are you creeping on me again, Jordan? <laughs> so I'm just like, so I'm like, okay, like, so part of me is like, well, how do I respond to this? Because it could be someone like that I loosely know or that might expect to have their number, my their name in my phone. Like, I'm not, I don't want to be like over, but like they didn't say, and I have no previous text history with them. Oh yeah, yeah. So they didn't yeah. say hi. This is so and so. Right, right. I'm like, okay, I have two options here. Either I say, hey, who is this? And give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Yeah. Or I just ignore it. <laughs> mm. So what would, you, what would you do? Well, they have your number. So that's... I think my number is probably pretty easy to find on the internet, honestly. I'm not oh. like a security person. Okay. I was going to say, they, they probably know you if they have your number. So uh, maybe not. I'll give you another frame of reference here. So okay. when I first, like when I was first single again, when I started dating, I like went on all the apps and like I went on, actually went on Tinder. Okay. I was like on several And you put apps. your phone number on Tinder? No. Okay. That's what I'm going, this is what I'm going to tell you. Is okay. that like, I didn't even put my name on, but I had myself in like feisty sh- clothing and two different men like texted me because they Googled me and found <gasps> Mm-hmm. So there's like somewhere on the internet, my phone number is. Mm-hmm. You didn't have your name or anything other than you have my name. Well, it would have said Sarah. Sarah right. G. I think I put Sarah G. Yeah. And then it, I would have like a feisty. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That's weird. I know. Oh my goodness. So I'm not someone to get scared at shit like this, but I'm just like. Or at least like identify yourself. Like honestly, at least the Tinder guys were like, hi, this is so-and-so. I saw you on Tinder, right? And I'm like, no, you just went like 12 steps too far by like drilling down and trying to figure out like who I am and where I am and all that shit, right? Like I was like, okay, blocked. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if if this person happens to be a listener and I've like way overjudged, <laughs> please let me know. No, <laughs> if I, I get... know you. If I know yeah. the person. I, I... I'm with you. Like, it's a little, you know, it's a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if it's somebody you know, it's kind of nice. Right. So if it is somebody that I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, if it's somebody that I know and you're listening right now and you're like, whoa, just like, let me know who you are. I'm sorry that I over, that I over judged you in my head and we can carry on. Yeah. I, it's it's nice that people approved of your outfit though. Not know, that you right? needed <laughs> external validation, but I mean you if I were on social I'd say, oh yeah, you were clearly looking looking smoking hot. Um but because I'm not, I have no idea. <laughs> so I'm just gonna take the win. The sequin crop top was all Yeah, you were looking good. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can visualize it. You were looking good. 
you're work- worthy of some cyber stalking. All right. Perfect. I just I just get random like spam texts now that are like, "Hi, mm. this is Leela. Are you Frank?" And, you know, cuz oh, yeah. like a response just random stuff like that or like, "Oh, do you need do you need the the driveway plowed?" I'm like, just that sort of stuff recently. So that's not exciting. Like they're pretending that it's a wrong text number and then they engage you in a conversation once. Right. You- yes, this has happened to me. It started in the summer, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time that it happened, I engaged with the person um, and then realized quite quickly that they're like, that they- then realized like once they were like drilling down, I was like, oh no, this conversation's over. Yeah. Right. And then when it happened again, I was like, oh, this is a pattern. This is like someone's, I don't know what kind of, scam would have happened if I'd continue the conversation but yeah I just ignore them but I don't have you know photos of myself that are getting posted on there so (laughs) no personal details (laughs) and then the other thing this is why I'm a little bit yeah about this right now someone actually said this to me at CrossFit he was like okay Sarah you know about Instagram like why is this happening right saying that they were like porn accounts like liking his stories on his like and the only account he has is like his business account and I was like oh that started happening to me too so you've been off for a month Sarah (laughs) but like it's I don't know if this has happened started happening to other people but in the last like week or two there's been like I had two of them on my story today that liked my story they both had the same profile picture but different names and had like it was like clearly porn accounts. And then had like the one that made me laugh is there's like a series of emojis and so including like a little squirt emoji. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, this is so like why? Why did you like why did you target me? Like, why do you think that liking what are you trying to achieve here anyway? Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. That's I guess just engagement, right? I guess, like, I guess they just, I don't know. It's very weird. I guess it comes up because if somebody likes your story, when you pull up to look at who's like looking at you, it like shows them first because they liked you. So like maybe then if I was a dude who wanted to look at porn, then I would click Or a woman. Women. Or a woman. Yeah, but these are like, I feel like, sorry, there was a reason I said that. It's like, because like the profile picture, I feel like is designed for like the heterosexual male. Okay. That's why I like. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So you just reinforced that I'm not missing out. No. My we'll come back brain. to Instagram, Sarah. Yeah. Fun over here. Yeah. Um, okay. You mentioned earlier you had an awkward situation on your run. Yeah. So I, I don't have awkward situations online, just like in real life because great, way better because I am awkward. Okay. So I was, I was running today and I turned the corner and I'm like 10 meters behind, um, this woman who's running. And I realized that we're going to have this very awkward exchange because I'm running a little bit faster than her but not that much faster. Yeah, like the slow overtake. Yeah. The, oh yeah. So I'm talking like maybe five seconds per kilometer faster. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. I could totally picture this. Yeah. yeah. So like I get within earshot of her and she kind of picks it up a little bit. Not, not like an intentional, like none of this is intentional. Yes, right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, ugh, now what do I do? So it's like ever so slightly faster, but I'm still going a little faster. Like, cause I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to, we need some resolution here, mm-hmm. but I don't want to like, you know, I want to stick to my pace. I don't want to like put in a surge just to pass somebody on my afternoon jog. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, I finally just kind of acknowledge like, ha ha, this is awkward. Like, don't you hate when this happens kind of thing? This is what you said? You said this to Like, as I'm kind of overtaking her, I'm like, yeah, I know. This always feels so weird. She's like, yeah, it's a beautiful day for a run. We're like, yeah. Now I'm like a step ahead of her. I'm like, okay, do I just like slow down? Like, and then she kind of slows down a little bit. (laughs) So I'm in front, but like, now I'm only like five meters ahead. 
And I'm like running my pace, but that distance, I can hear her feet are right behind me. Well, because it would be human nature to just kind of pace along with you. Like, totally. I do, like, I totally. do that driving on the highway. Right. Like, so, I, yeah. It's not like she's just doing her thing. I'm doing my thing. But it was just this. Okay, now, now we're kind of stuck running with each other, but not really running with each other. Like, do I, do I back off and like, just be like, hey, we're running similar enough paces. Let's just have a conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was only maybe like, I don't know, three minutes, four minutes. At some point, I turned left and she turned right, and maybe it was just to avoid the awkwardness that she decided to turn right. Um, but the whole thing, I was just laughing. Like, I I fully acknowledged that it was a very uncomfortable situation and tried to joke about it. And yeah, it was, <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to do. Because like you said, it's human nature. Like, if I hear somebody's footsteps behind me, I probably pick it up a little bit. Yeah, even if, you, even if you're trying not to, you probably do. Right. Yeah. And then... And then, you know, one of the reasons you train with people is because going the same pace is easier. Like you just, that part of your brain where you have to think about doing your own thing, um, like it makes it a lot easier to run with people. So I don't know. I I don't know what I would have done differently other than just not turned when I saw her running a similar pace um, or just like put in, but that's dumb. I'm not going to put in like a big surge. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very relatable oh, story. I, I just like, oh. so I can tell you some of the things I've done to yeah. avoid this situation. <laughs> there's, there's a bit of a list. Definitely. And definitely like they, it evolves over time. Okay. So, like I can remember like even in my twenties, like, doing things like stopping and tying my shoe just to put like enough of a gap. If we are running the same pace mm-hmm. to put like enough of a gap so that there's just like a little bit more buffer. You're not breathing on each other and you just wait and see like, if you really are like, just to give it a minute, you know, uh, I have also like done the, like turn down a road and do like an outback that I didn't intend to do just to like not again to not be in the same space as the person so like avoidance techniques are definitely on my list um another one that I've done recently I have to admit is like seen it coming for a while right and while like so for me like I know you're in off season but you're still like training more than me like that's still Mm -hmm. a so like you know you're pace kind of probably matters a little more than mine does when I'm out on my 40 minute jog, whatever. So if I see it coming, <laughs> like I will just be like, I'll just run a little faster for the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, and so instead of like surging right when I'm at the person, like, or overtaking or in any kind of awkward way, I'm like, could I run faster? Yes. Like I'm not, am I, <laughs> like, am I maximizing my effort here? No. Like I could run faster all the way home typically. So I just like, we'll go, okay, I'll just run a little faster so that I don't have that awkward thing of like, so I'm like, just like legitly overtaking the person. <laughs> so those are my three strategies that come to mind right away. They're all terrible. Well, I, I definitely, I think normally I would go with number three and mm-hmm. I think most times I do, but I was deliberately trying to say, okay, I'm just going to run my pace. Like this does not bother me. And clearly it bothered me because hours later, I'm like, I'm just such a dork and I'm so awkward and I don't know how to handle the situation. Um, But yeah, I wanted to pretend that like, yeah, whatever. We're running similar paces. This is really uncomfortable. It's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, I probably should just done what I normally do, which is like, you know, yeah, just create more of a gap so that I don't hear her footsteps like right behind me yeah just like go either like, do like, I slow down and like make a new friend I, I probably should have done that you could you have know? done that also the, I've never done the making a friend try to make a friend of her. although I feel like the fact that you like made the awkward joke and she didn't really like yeah make, yeah yeah like I that did. maybe I, was the moment I yeah. well I felt it out and also she was breathing pretty hard so I'm like okay 
you know, I don't think she wants to really, you know, have a conversation. Dog so. and chit chat while you're like, yeah. this is easy for me. Is it easy yeah, for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, again, layers of Sarah awkwardness. <laughs> well, this is so amazing. It's relatable. I feel like the thing is that the thing that, yeah, I think the mistake is like going like you're, you're thinking about it. Of course you're thinking about it. It was like then for trying to pretend that it doesn't matter. Like I'm going to keep my pace and like, just like be like, it does matter. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like at, at CrossFit when people are like, people will be like, I don't care. Cause you put all the scores on the board in CrossFit when you do the workout. Right. Like, I don't care. I don't care what other people are doing. I don't even look at the board. I'm like avoiding looking at the board is still caring. Right. Right. Like you're still avoiding something, right? Like I'd rather just like shamelessly stare at the board and find out what everyone else is doing <laughs> compared to you. It's a way better strategy. Well, it, it probably is an indication that it means more to them than it does to you because, you know, they're they're deliberately trying to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's a defense mechanism, right? Yeah. So I feel like there's there's no wrong answer to this quandary that you have. <laughs> yeah, really, I should just gone straight and not turned. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking oh, of wow. avoidance, <laughs> um, and you, oh yeah, and you have a classmate who's who's on a diet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so again, like Sarah being awkward. Um, this is the theme of yeah the theme of today's <laughs> show is <laughs> uh, so actually this is me not being awkward this is me running something by you um i one of one of my classmates she's you know we're we're friendly we're on the friendlier side of of like the range um and she just started a diet keto diet and was telling me about it and I really want to say something because you know I I am in the loop I understand that it's not great for women Mm -hmm. uh it messes up your hormones and I didn't say anything I'm not saying anything should I have said something okay I have a follow-up question yeah 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 is she active Normally, yes. Right now, less so. She's uh, trying to get back to being more active. Yeah. Okay. So my, I think she would. She would. She would consider herself pretty active normally. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's like my understand. My very limited understanding about this is that it's mm-hmm. a hell of a lot worse for people for women who are active. Right. Because you create, like, in addition to essentially, like, starving yourself of carbohydrates, you create, like, another deficit on top of that, right? And that's what can lead to, like, like low energy availability and, like, mess up your hormones and, like, all of that, those things, right? Um, I don't know. I know that, like, I do think keto speci- specifically is pretty bad. I mean, I always, I always felt bad when I tried like low carbohydrate stuff just in general. Um, although again, I am pretty active. So I think there's an interplay there where it's like not quite as bad if you just sit on the couch all day. Um, but still, so what, that's not what you're asking me though. What you're asking is whether you should say something. Yeah. Right. Uh, Cause this is not, she didn't ask for any feedback. This is not my domain. What was the context in which she told you? uh, That she wants to lose weight before she sees family in Texas in a couple months. And she just started the keto diet. So she was looking at my, my stew and I had beans in it. And she said she couldn't eat beans because she's on keto. (laughs) <laughs> good story Sarah. good yeah. story <laughs> I can't I, I can't not laugh I'm sorry um <laughs> sorry she, I hope she doesn't okay no but, but she's on keto so she can't have beans and anyway there's I, I really like I hate diets me too me too um it's a it's upsetting to me that she um 
feels like this uh well yeah i mean there there's so many layers to it um where yeah i i don't like diets i don't like feeling that she needs to lose weight before she sees family yeah like, you know there, there's so many things that i, I mean i understand with. that feeling but like yeah I, yeah yeah it's just not yeah it doesn't it makes me really... sad because yeah. her family loves her like they yeah. do, they're not going to judge her as harshly as she judges herself yeah um, but yeah i just from purely from the like i know that keto might work for some people mostly males um yeah tough one right yeah tough one I would okay I would write this is I'm not gonna don't have good advice for you but I have like a thought process okay so like I would put on your Sarah true like psychologist hat Mm -hmm. in this situation like because you know it's sort of like I don't know if I've like espoused this before <laughs> we're doing a co- we're creating our courses i told you this right for, mm-hmm. for feisty and our first course is going to be called fueled and then we like look taking a multidisciplinary approach to fueling right and i feel like this is like kind of where you're at right now right is like it's not the it's not actually what she's eating right because especially with something like keto like who knows how long someone's gonna last probably not very long mm-hmm. on that kind of diet but like you're actually you know, actually approaching it from like, what would, if you were going to help her and she was your friend and you wanted her to like have more, is it body acceptance that we're looking for that, that, is that the right word? Like, I think so. Yeah. How would you like help shift that in a way that's like, especially if she's not asking for help, right? If she's not asking for help, then maybe, maybe you don't say anything at all and just wait. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of where I am is I mean, she she has brought up some of the other like wanting to uh return to increased activity. Um but I also I also try to protect like my own boundaries too. So for for example, um like during my lunch break, I'll go and swim. Um because that's a good time for me to try to get in some sessions. So like, oh, maybe maybe I'll go with you one of these days. I'm like, well, you know, that's that's totally great if she wants to go to the pool, but I'm not I'm not going to try to like motivate somebody and be like, okay, this is a social thing, and we're going together. Yeah, and you're like, like, I've got 45 minutes to swim 3k, and I'm doing it. <laughs> totally, totally. So it's I, I know what, yeah, yeah. Where where like I I don't think. I think in in her own way, she's reached out to me for um, like some motivation and to be on board. Um, so I just I'm really trying to be supportive, but not get too involved or engaged um, and just trying to find that balance where. I think I probably seems a little. Oh, yeah. OK, sure. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I totally get that. I wonder if there's a place to like, because sometimes I do, sometimes I do what I'm about to tell you. And then I, it's like goes horribly wrong. But like, often I just think like, what about just being honest? Like being like, you know what? I would love to go there with you, but like literally I am trying to swim. I'm trying to pack in like as much swimming as I can in this window that I have. So I'll, I'll probably ignore you but don't take it in the wrong way. And we will reconvene at the end of the swim and walk back to class together or whatever. Like, yeah, no, I, I think that's where, that's where I, I recognize that I was once again, being awkward in that exchange. And we're like, Hey, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to blow you off. It's just, you know, this is, this is part of my job. And like, if I go to the pool, it's work. Um, and like, yeah, I, if you want to, if you want to come, it's awesome. I like, it's, it's close. It's close to campus. You know, it's like, we can, we can make it a thing, mm-hmm. but it's not social for me. I cannot be there to motivate you. Like this is, this is me putting my head down and try to cram in the session. Yeah. And just trying to, to acknowledge that maybe 
Like I wasn't, I didn't, if she didn't feel, you know, warmly received um, and welcomed, like recognizing that there's this other side that has nothing to do with her. It's more to do with, uh, you know, this is, this is, this is my work. Yeah. And it's honestly like saying that the way that you did would make you like a little bit vulnerable and it might like, it might change your um, friendship for the good. Like it might, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I do have to revisit that one. Um, But like, it's hard because I can't, I can't be in charge of motivating somebody Um, that there's one area where like, I, I don't want to get involved, but then there's this other area where she hasn't asked for my input. I'm like, ah, keto, ah, diets, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, you know, like the push pull of, of, uh, you know, getting close to somebody and trying to figure out boundaries and totally. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I, you know, I think, I feel like that that way. Like if you just, if you're like a little bit vulnerable with her or just like in the way that we just described, then maybe the next time she'd be also open to hearing like, Hey, you know, like I've read some stuff that keto is not that great for women. Yeah. You want to check it out. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, thanks. You know, I think, I think you were right. Just being direct and, and honest and a little vulnerable. It that'll help over time. Cause I think she, she probably may have been a little not hurt. That's too strong. Um, right. I understand. But probably sent some resistance and I need to, I need to explain it. Yeah. It doesn't understand why I actually like, I've thought about this before because I try to, for myself, like imagine if I feel that someone's putting me off, you know, or like pushing me away a little bit when I'm like, I, I'm like, okay, what might be going on there? Right. And like, it's exactly like you described. It's like, they might just want to get on with their day. It's like nothing to do with me, you know? <laughs> um, so I try to remember that on the other side too. So I don't feel like hurt by little, by little things. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it because we're talking to a group of athletes, um, I think, you know, the people who listen to this podcast get it where, you're not, you're not going to the gym to, you know, socialize and just kind of hang out with somebody like, well, I am. <laughs> well, no, you're, you're still doing a workout. True. Like, you know, just, and you also, you understand, you understand what yeah it is, but the most people mm-hmm. when you're like, oh, I'm going to the gym to swim some laps. It means something very different. Right. That's true. Like when most people say I'm going to the gym, like, you know, they're not thinking your CrossFit workout. <laughs> That's you know pretty structured and you're lifting some heavy shit. Like, yeah, a lot of jumping around. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's okay. Well, you know, maybe I'll like spend a few minutes on the elliptical and just talk to that person. And, oh, there's this one guy at the, the pool who. He's an older gentleman and he goes to the the lazy river mm-hmm. and he has his phone that he puts on the side of the lazy river and he like has his hands on the wall and just kind of stands there. Like you're not doing anything because he's not like moving in place. He's just watching his phone, watching videos on his phone. Or he's just kind of standing, like kind of walking a little bit, but not really walking. It's it's very funny to me. Like He's going to he's going to the gym though. He checked that box. <laughs> oh, I've been in yeah, right. Speaking of of um awkward situations, it's similar with like if someone doesn't understand in the lane that you're like on a turnaround time and they like start a conversation, like you come up to the end of your like you've done your you've done you're doing hundreds or something, you come to the end, you've got 10 seconds. <laughs> and they're like, oh, like <laughs> start a conversation. And you're like, I'm on a turnaround time. Like they, they they don't know what that means either, right? It's like that happened to me two days ago. I was at the pool and the lifeguard comes to the end of my lane. I'm like, oh, do you need me to move lanes? Because that's the only time they ever interrupt me in the middle of a set. It's like, mm-hmm. oh no, 
I just wanted to say your stroke is very smooth and symmetrical. I, I, I've been, you know, I've been working at the pool a long time and I just wanted to let you know that I'm like, great. <laughs> Thanks. I need to go on the top. <laughs> I missed my interval. Paul, Paul the lifeguard. <laughs> I mean, very sweet, very sweet, but it could have waited until the end of my set. Sorry, <laughs> that's that. That story is like one step away from. Was it Ben who someone on a plane said to him when he said he was running five k? Someone said maybe one day you'll do a marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's the story that like your stroke looks nice. Like, yeah. it's like, well, they don't just let anyone into the Olympics. So. <laughs> it was more like my reaction was. Wait a second, you just spent, said you spent a lot of time observing people at the pool. Then you should know that I'm swimming kind of seriously and probably don't want to be interrupted. Oh, and he's like trying to be so nice, you know, and then you're so bad because you're I, like, I I know you're trying to be nice. But yeah, I was, I was to... nice to him. Well, yeah, of course you were. I know you were. Yeah. It's just like... I wouldn't always have been nice to him, but I've mellowed with age. <laughs> it's kind of true. I can remember going through like really in my in my twenties, like uh, going through that, like reminding myself that like some my workout is not more important than someone else's at the pool. Sure it is. Even though I think, <laughs> even though I think I'm an elite athlete and they don't, like, it's like I'm just like okay. Sarah, it's fine. That it helped me mellow. Yes and no. <laughs> um, the way I think of it is, it's it's still my workplace. It is still your workplace. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Paul wouldn't barge in the middle of like a conference call, like. But that's essentially what he did. Um, <laughs> to tell to tell me that my Zoom forum is really good. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but. Yeah. So in the past, I would have, you know, when I was younger, I would have been like, I can't believe he interrupted my set. And instead I'm like, oh, that was kind of sweet. But you're a bit clueless, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) You're a bit clueless that like you should know better than to stop somebody. Just be like, Mm -hmm. you have a nice stroke. Mm -hmm. Very sweet though. So I focus on the positive instead of like, you know, feeling all irate that, you know, my workout got ruined. So that's where I've changed. (laughs) This story is like only vaguely related to what we were just talking about, but it just reminded me (laughs) when I was, I used to swim in the public lane sometimes when I was in Edinburgh and there was like a swim club. It was like a high level club. A lot of the like um, Commonwealth games type level athletes were like in this club and they would swim at the same time in the morning. And one day when I arrived, I came out of the women's change room. And for some reason, like just on that day, like between the previous time I'd been there and this time, they had moved the clock from being on the floor beside the change room to hanging right above the exit of the women's change room. And I came out and there was like a group of 12, like Olympic level male swimmers looking at me, (laughs) like with this intensity. (laughs) And I was like, fuck. And then I'm like, I had this moment where I'm like, did I forget to put my swimsuit on? Like, what is going on? And then I realized, oh, they moved the clock and they were on like a pace time and they were like intensely looking at me. <laughs> oh, I, I, again, another pool story that that kind of happened to me the other day, where I was looking over the clock, mm-hmm. and some some guy thought uh, I was staring at him. <laughs> like, no, the clock is like right above your head, and he's like making eye contact with me, like wondering why I'm looking at him. Like, no, I'm like. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I've been in that situation many, many times, which is why, like, in this particular case in Edinburgh, like, I clued in, like, I feel like fairly quickly. I feel like it could have been really embarrassing if I hadn't, like, actually been in that situation where, like, if swimmers seem to be looking straight at you at the pool, what are they, like, what are they probably looking at? Oh, <laughs> the clock. Or, you know, they just liked what they saw um, <laughs> enough that they would find your number from the interweb and text you randomly. And then, and then 25 years later, text me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's probably it, Sarah. That's yeah. probably it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's take a break and we'll come back. Oh, and we're going to talk about the feisties going to Endurance Exchange. The fastest path to living healthier, longer starts inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. It was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. That's quite a list. Inside Tracker provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live healthier, longer. When I do my Inside Tracker tests, I always use the mobile blood draw service. It's amazing because you can enjoy a premium lab experience in the comfort of your own home or your office. All you have to do is book a time that suits your schedule and they will come to you. The scheduling is easy and they send you text alerts so you'll get appointment updates and notifications when your inside tracker health analysis and custom action plan are ready to view. It's great for busy people who want to save time. So if you want to try Inside Tracker's mobile blood draw service and find out what's going on inside your body for your health, go to insidetracker.com forward slash feisty and get 20% off today. That's insidetracker.com forward slash F-E-I-S-T-Y. All right, Sarah, I understand Team Feisty's hitting the road. Yeah, we're going to. So myself, Catherine, who's our chief of staff, Celine, who runs the, who's the host of Hit Play Not Pause podcast, and Carrie, who is the editor of this podcast and many of our other podcasts, are all going to Austin for the Endurance Exchange Conference, um, which is hosted by USHE. They've got about four or 500 people going. They're mostly coaches and race directors. Oh, Carrie lives in Austin, I should say, and get this here. Her husband is leaving his home <laughs> and we're going to go have like a girl's week. Amazing. Yes. Where's she going? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, well done. Yeah. Like she, that, could, she could jump in here if she feels like it while she's editing. Producer Carrie interrupting this podcast to let you know that my dear sweet husband is going to San Antonio to work for a couple of days and relinquishing his home to four feisties this is the same man who like when carrie when we had the feisty party about a little over a year ago we had a feisty party and carrie and a couple others flew to seattle and then drove across the border with Catherine. and carrie had forgotten her passport and so her husband flew from austin to seattle first thing in the morning to bring her her passport so she could get into canada Mm-hmm. I know oh, he's like a feisty keeper. hero definitely mm-hmm. a keeper definitely. all right well done well done Carrie yeah. um well that's really nice yeah so she, she'll be able to show you all the sites in addition to endurance exchanging so what do you do at endurance exchange so we're doing a few things Celine's running a breakout session about coaching athletes in perimenopause which awesome. I think, yeah I think it's just amazing that they that they were we're now at the point where they were open to that and thought that was a really important topic. Um, Carrie did a pre-conference session actually today, like today's Wednesday when we're recording um, about podcasting. And she, and I guess there was a group there on zoom who asked her a bunch of questions about, she gave a little talk and asked her questions about podcasting. Um, I am hosting on Thursday morning. I'm hosting a main stage session, like a panel discussion about like the future of, um, 
like fit, the fitness industry, essentially mm. massive like topic. I was writing the questions today. I'm like, how do I even like, where do I even start? You know? Yeah. So I just looked at the panelists. There's like, there's some amazing panelists. Uh, so we're going to, I'll just let them guide kind of what we talk about, but I'll, I'm going to ask them like, whether they think, you know, whether they think we're in a recession and who it's affecting some of the things that they're excited about that they see, like that they see seeds being planted now that, that will grow into innovation, like what they're seeing in their industries. I want to ask them about media too. And like, essentially like this disruption of media that's been, that has been like web too, like social media and the democratization of media and what they see that means for the fitness industry. So those are the yeah. things I want to ask them. We'll see. Can can you ask them uh, how to best integrate animal stories into sports podcasts? <laughs> I'm sure that's top of there. They're like the future of the fitness industry. Let me think. Well, we're going to talk about animal stories more. Yeah, we're we're on to something here, Sarah. For yeah. sure. Oh, well, that's awesome. So the other, it's the four of you. It's the four of us. Yeah. Yeah. The other funny thing I was going to say is that like we have a booth there. So if anyone's listening okay. and is going to Endurance Exchange, like you won't be able to miss us. It's a giant pink booth with feisty mm-hmm. on it. But we put together like a survey. Like so you can enter, you can enter to win um, access, like access to our course for free when, once we release it. And we're do, doing like a female, a women's physiology survey to see if you know about women's physiology. Oh, interesting. I'm hoping that some people will be, it's like, like, it's not like something like, I'm hoping some people will be willing to answer the questions on social media so we can have a little laugh um, if people don't mind making fun of themselves or whatever. But like we have, for example, one of the example questions is like, is um, how long does, how, how long is menopause? 10 years. I think the answer is something like 10 years, six years, one day, three years or something like yeah. that. I think really great questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know what I'm expecting. Maybe people will know more than we think. And then we'll have like some data too. Yeah. I doubt it. The coaches. <laughs> no way. Mm-hmm. Well, which is good. It, it hopefully will open some eyes, you know. Yeah. And I'm not like, like before I started this whole no judgment, no, yeah, like I'm like, I didn't know either. Right. Like, you know, I was in perimenopause before I knew that there were like 36 symptoms and that like one of them was like me waking up with high anxiety every morning, you know, yeah. like stuff like that. I didn't know either. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I, when you were describing it, I was thinking that I probably would not do very well on this. Mm-hmm just means that we all need to learn more. Yeah. So it'll be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, so then next week might be a voicemail that I respond to. Is this? Yeah. I see. Okay. Yes. I will. I'll send something. It's just about remembering. Carrie will remember. Carrie and I will send something to you, Sarah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And thanks Carrie for, you know, hosting, hosting the, the team. Um, if anybody, if anybody listening is at Endurance Exchange, stop by the booth and say hi to everybody and, uh, you know, take the quiz. None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're